there's that. I think we're uh, I think we're gonna be against each other on that one. But that's okay. That's okay. You know? I, pl I plead the fifth. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Uh, Carrington Harrison jumps on with us finally in person for a change. This has got to be one hell of a week. I know you got here what yesterday. Mm -hmm. So I feel like everywhere I go, there is more and more Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey stuff everywhere. How either excited or sick of are you? talking about this as long as you've had to do that down there at 610 Sports in Kansas City. I'm excited about it. I mean, every story that I've heard about Taylor Swift has just been overwhelmingly positive, yeah. and I feel like she's really embraced the city that's mm -hmm. really cool that, you know, I mean, we're talking about the middle of the country, a small market. It's not like Travis Kelsey plays football in L.A. that if you see yeah. her around town, it's not that big of a deal. You know, she's hanging out in, like, Kansas City popular local yeah. spots, so it's been really fun. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, Taylor Swift, she is the star of Super Bowl 58. She's not not even so here true. yeah like this has been a really uneventful week like there hasn't really been a whole lot of storylines there was a storyline about the field with San Francisco there was a storyline about the fire alarm yesterday but I mean neither team has said something there hasn't really been a big quote or anything a lot of the questions have been about Taylor Swift so I think it's been fun yeah I agree what is your thoughts I mean you talk about another storyline that's interesting and has evolved and become quite polarizing and it's it's Brock Purdy he went from last year being this amazing story, I would say pretty much universally, to now he feels like one of the more polarizing athletes for no reason. Uh, what do you make of that? Yeah, I mean, I think he is probably the most polarizing quarterback this side of Dak Prescott. Yeah. I think it's, it's interesting, I think, with Purdy because I think he had two chances to kind of prove people wrong this year. You remember that middle part of the season in October where they had the injuries. I think a lot of people are looking at it, all right, hey, you don't have the overwhelming advantages. How do you perform in these games? And then they lost three straight games and never scored more than 17 points. And I think it's hard for people to kind of erase from their mind how poorly he played on Christmas Day. I mean, yeah. that was the yeah. second most watched Monday Night Football game since 1996. It was 28 million people that watched that game. And we all were going into it thinking this is a Super Bowl preview, best team in the AFC, best team in the NFC. He threw four interceptions. He was bad in that game. And I think a lot of the allure and the uh, – there is a glow around San Francisco as them being the best team in the league. I felt like it died that day, and this is obviously still a really good team, but, I mean, we were talking about would you rather have San Francisco against the field heading into that matchup, and no one feels that way about San Francisco now. What's the matchup that concerns you the most on the defensive side of the ball for the Chiefs? Is it the run defense going against, obviously, McCaffrey? Yeah, Christian McCaffrey. I mean, I would have voted for Christian McCaffrey to win MVP. I mean, I certainly get why Lamar Jackson won MVP, but I think we've turned it into – a quarterback award and I think from start to finish that Christian McCaffrey was the best and most consistent player in the league this year yeah. so I would have voted for him and it's a game in which I think we all know that he's going to have usage rate and I'm really big on it I know we're going to talk about player props how many times do they throw you the football how many carries do you get because that's going to determine whether you can hit your props or not you can't you can't get yards from scrimmage if you don't get the football so I think in this game I give San Francisco a lot of credit for Christian McCaffrey getting 24 carries, 24 touches in a game in which they were down double-digit points mm -hmm. in the third quarter. So the fact that I think Baltimore was so moved off of running the ball in the second half, I yeah. don't feel like San Francisco is. So I think McCaffrey's going to hit a lot of his player props. So let's move off of the big three weapons that Kansas City has, Isaiah Pacheco, Travis Kelsey, and even I put obviously Rasheed Rice in that category. Is there anybody else that you look at? I know it's a roller coaster week to week. Or anybody else that you look at and say might be their time where we take the over on their 
receiving yards or their you know, receptions or anything along those lines? Because receivers are, it's just tough to gauge those guys week by week there. I mean, I actually think that the market hasn't corrected for MVS. I mean, there was a time yeah. there where it was crazy to think that you would bet any money on MVS. Yeah. But now if you're telling me that it's one and a half catches and it's 17 and a half yards in this game, that's basically, do you think that MVS makes one big play in this game? And I think just based on what you saw in the game against Buffalo, based on what you saw in the AFC Championship game, I'm not saying that he's going to have 45 yards receiving, but you don't need him to have 45 yards. You need him to have one catch for 21 yards, and that is an over for you. So I really like his over. I got burned in the AFC Championship game with Clyde Edwards Alaire. I took Same. his yeah, yeah. I, I took his rushing yards yeah. at six and a half, and he only had one. I'm actually doing that with uh, San Francisco and Elijah Mitchell. Yeah, we're doing that yep. too. Three and a half <laughs> is such a ridiculous number. Yeah. He's hit over in his last seven games. Like, I don't know why his over-under is so ridiculously low. I also like Kyle Juszczyk, too. I'll give you another one. Same. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, 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 we're, 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 yeah, yeah, we're all simpatico here. All right. <laughs> the one thing that we're yeah. not simpatico with on this show oh, is yeah. who's going to win the game. Mm -hmm. They are Bang Bang Niner gang. Sorry, buddy. Hey, I'm sorry. And I am I am sleeping well at night with my Chiefs money line and my Chiefs alternate minus seven ticket at I plus got, 320. So this is funny. I actually got that idea from you. So nice. I saw it on Twitter because I follow you guys on Twitter and I follow like all of you individually. So I saw your alternate and I'm like, well, I got the Chiefs money line at the very beginning of it. Mm -hmm. I'm sitting there watching the NFC Championship game and ends and I look at my friend. I say, I think San Francisco is going to be favored in this game. He's like, no, no way. And I'm like, I think they are. Yeah. And then the line came out and it was Niners minus two and a half. I never pressed yes so quickly yep. on a money line yeah. that I couldn't <laughs> wait to get Kansas City on the money line. And then I heard what you said, and I'm like, well, if this game's 27-20, which makes a lot of sense, you might as well lay a little bit and try to get three to one odds that, you know, they win 27-20. So I took that as well. I, I, so I, I owe you. I owe you a little bit <laughs> if that hits. To defend myself really quick, I hate the Niners. They end my team season every year. I'm a Green Bay fan. <laughs> I love Pat Mahomes. I'm arguing on people with people constantly that he's the greatest of all time. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I just I have some futures with San Francisco. I got one quick question for you. I actually have a question for you guys. Uh, if you're betting San Francisco, yeah, how does San Francisco win this game? Because if we are doing, they do what Baltimore should have done. McCaffrey. Okay. Run to me, it's, it's McCaffrey. You're I'm telling all me in this, on the You think they win because Christian McCaffrey goes crazy? Yes. Because I'm looking yes. at this. One team has the better coach. One team has the better defense. Yes. One yeah. team has the better yeah. quarterback. Yeah. And you are telling me that you have two choices in this. Your hard-earned American currency. Yes. Mm -hmm. One side is Patrick Mahomes. Yes. One yeah. side is Brock Purdy. Yep. And you laid money on Brock Purdy? Yes. Before, I, in August, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. That's different. That's different. For me in this game, and, because and I bet I got 49ers at minus one, actually. It moved down to minus one right after they won the NFC Championship. And I looked at what Brock Purdy was able to do running the football and said if they, he did it against Green Bay, he did it against Detroit. If he can do that again against Kansas City along with, we know Kyle Shanahan does not want to move on from the run at all with Christian McCaffrey. We know that's one of the weaknesses of Kansas City. The run defense is not going to be as good as what their secondary is able to do. So I think that pass rush gets after Purdy, but they continue to give Christian McCaffrey the football and maybe even a little bit of Debo out of the backfield. And those types of situations are going to be what makes a difference in a game. I think comes 
down to the last possession, maybe a field goal, maybe a one-point game when it's all said and done. Well, if it comes down to a field goal, then Jake Moody is missing. Yeah, that, 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 I don't want to fair, know that Jake Moody fair. is missing that field goal. I can't argue that. Goal. I'm going to have a stomach ulcer. I know. I don't want to think about um, that. That's true. Last <laughs> week, I made a big mistake. I faded Sam Laporta going against Greenlaw and Fred Warner. I mean, I think they're two of the better inside linebackers. Uh, he had over six receptions going into the third quarter. What do you think about Kelsey's numbers? Six and a half. I mean, it's juicy, minus 155 to the over. Do you like this matchup for him? I would probably stay away yeah. from it because there is so much juice. Like, I'm big on, like, zig when everybody is zagging. Yeah. Everybody is taking Travis Kelsey first touchdown. Everybody is taking right. the over. Everybody is taking the yards. And I think we're all on the same page. Mm -hmm. You can find better value with Elijah Mitchell and pay way less vig on doing those. So I understand the popular play with Kelsey. If there's any bet I would lay on Kelsey, it's to win MVP. I mean, yeah. if you take what he did in the AFC Championship game, Kelsey wins Super Bowl MVP. If he has 11 catches for 115 yards and a touchdown and Mahomes doesn't have a great day, yeah. then he probably wins it. So that's probably the only bet I would lay. I'd probably lay 10, 20 bucks on him to win MVP. And if it hits you, you know, he came out all right. I like that. What do you think Spags does to make Brock Purdy uncomfortable? And you know that like Brock Purdy's really good against the Blitz, but Spags, he dials up Blitzes in a totally different way than other coaches. Yeah, I, I guess at least for me, the, a big reason why I'm picking Kansas City is you have given that defense two weeks to prepare for Brock Purdy. And you said earlier, I mean, if he plays how he played against Green Bay, San Francisco is losing this game. I think if he plays how he played for most of the game against Detroit, I think – I think it's so predicated on him protecting the football and not making mistakes. So I think at least when it comes to Kansas City, can you get pressure on Brock Purdy and what can you take away? Like, I'm fading a lot of the wide receiver props on San Francisco. Ayuk. Just because yeah. wide receivers yeah. haven't really hurt Kansas City yeah. this year. Yeah. They did a great job against almost everybody. So I'm staying away from Debo. I'm staying away from Brandon Ayuk. I probably like Kittle more as that safety valve in the middle of the field more than I like the outside weapons. I actually really like the under for Debo Samuel total yards. Mm -hmm. Talking to Carrington Harrison, BetMGM tonight. All right, be honest with me. We've had you on the show multiple times this year, had your colleagues on multiple times this year. It's been an up-and-down season for Kansas City. You surprised they're here? I am surprised mm -hmm. that they're here. I just I think I underestimated their ability to turn the switch on. And I don't think that they played really any better than they did in the AFC Championship game. Baltimore just was the team that made the critical errors. I mean, Kansas City didn't score in the last 35 minutes of the game. But Kansas City only had 30 penalty yards. Kansas City was plus three in the turnover differential. If you do those things, you are going to win. And, and Baltimore ran three run plays in the second half of the game. Like, if you had told me that Kansas City was going to have twice as many rush attempts as Baltimore, all yeah. of us would have said that Kansas City wins that game. So, in this, I, I wonder my – I'm worried about Kansas City. At some point, that lull's going to happen. We all watch basketball games, especially college basketball. At some point, whatever team you are betting on, they're going to have this four- to six-minute stretch yeah. where they don't score. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know Ain't that I mean? the truth. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe a full half. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you bet the Wizards. Especially. Well, yeah, that's why you stopped doing it. I'm trying to tell you this. <laughs> Who would you, what do you think about the total at 47 and a half? I'm taking – I actually like second half under. Okay. Same. Yeah. The, yeah, this season, I mean, Kansas City is hitting 18 of 20 games in the second half. They're under, allowing so. like five points a game in the second half. I, I like hammered that. the second yeah. 24 and a half. I hammered second yeah. half under. Yeah, I think it actually moved from 24 and a half to 23 and a half. Yeah, because uh, people as, like me and yeah. you yeah. hammering the under. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Abs absolutely losing it. What do you think about Rasheed Rice, or not Rasheed Rice, excuse me, Isaiah Pacheco alternate rushing yards. You talk about what Aaron Jones was able to do. You talk about what David Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs were able to do. Like, 
maybe, I don't know, 90 yards rushing instead of like the 62 and a half or whatever it is? Yeah, I actually think, I, I really like Kelsey if you're going to take a small sprinkle. I actually think a non-quarterback is going to win the MVP award this year. I do. I, I just think Mahomes, unless, I mean, he is Patrick Mahomes, so I can see them giving it to him where if he throws for 265 yards, one touchdown and no picks, they give him MVP. But he probably shouldn't have won the MVP in the first Super Bowl with Damian Williams. Mm-hmm. That I could just see a scenario in this game, to your point about Isaiah Pacheco, he has 23 carries for 105 yards and two touchdowns, and we look at it and think, hey, Kansas City won this game because they ran the ball really well and they play defense. Do you give your quarterback the MVP award in that scenario? So, I mean – if Kansas City wins, the likeliness is that Mahomes is why he's the favorite to do it. But yeah. I, I actually don't I, – I like Kelsey on the small sprinkle. I like Isaiah Pacheco, too. She was going to ask you about Rice. I wanted to ask you about Rice. I played uh, Rice to score first touchdown for KC and just in any time at plus 145. The only concern is obviously the ankle injury. He got in a limited today. You think he goes? And- I do think he's going to play. I like. I actually like the Rice first touchdown because everybody is taking Kelsey to score the right, first touchdown. Right, That's my th- yeah. And, yeah, you know how it is. Like, everybody's betting the one thing, and then you got to, you know, go in a different direction. Yeah. I really like the Rice first touchdown. I took a little bit on Rice, a little bit on Pacheco first touchdown. Like it. Any worry about Andy Reid retiring after this season? No, I don't have any worry about it. Is that it. blown out of proportion? The oh, People outside of Kansas City talk about this more than people right. in Kansas City. It hasn't really been a storyline. Just everybody this week associated with the Chiefs. Now, maybe it's some master scheme that they're just really keeping it close to yeah. a mess. But the team president came out and said he's not retiring. The owner of the team, the general manager yeah. came out of the team. Andy has yeah. said it. I don't know who else I should believe. <laughs> Why would you ever leave Pat, man? Oh, I mean, I know. you could just continue to rack up rings. He's, I mean, he's the greatest of all time. I, I would never leave. Why, why doesn't Spags get head coaching interviews? Is it because he's older? Is it because it didn't really work out that last time? Because he's a genius in my opinion. I just think he's Wade Phillips. And, yeah. and, there's, and there's, there, there's nothing wrong with being Wade Phillips. Yeah. I mean, you think about outside of Bill Belichick, Spags might be the best offensive coordinator in league history. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you think about it, I mean, they won, you know, those two Super Bowls with the Giants. Mm-hmm. You've now done this with Kansas City. I mean, if you play really well, this Kansas City defense, they will have scored or allowed fewer points than what the Broncos did in 2015. Yeah. And to your point about Andy, it kind of ties in with, with Spags. I mean, if they win this game, they're the favorite going into next season. Oh, yeah. And I think there's a chance that Kansas City's better next year I agree. than they were this year. So, yeah. I mean, you're talking about you got a real chance to win three in a row next season. Andy's not so what happens after this? Because there's no way you have, for sure, yes, and us getting paid. But you can't just allow Pat Mahomes to be frustrated throughout the entire season and then hope that they turn it on uh, during the postseason. So there's got to be some future plan that you see to get him more help. Calvin Ridley. I really like Calvin Ridley. I think you can get him. Yeah. I mean, last year mm-hmm. we saw the market kind of settled in on like that $11 million deal. I can see Calvin Ridley maybe getting $13 million, mm-hmm. but if you're telling me you got Calvin Ridley for three years, $39 million, that's basically a two-year guaranteed deal, I'll take that for Calvin Ridley next year in Kansas City. And, I mean, that's the kind of receiver that they like. You think they'll be active in terms of receivers in the draft too? I think it really depends on what they do in free agency. I mean, one of the two. I mean, this team needs to take a big swing. MVS contract comes off the books for next year. You obviously can't go into it expecting anything from Kadarius Toney or Sky Moore next year. They're going to make a big move at wide receiver. Let's see how they handle free agency first. You cool with the now you guys are Patriots fans and everybody hates all the Kansas City fans because you're going to keep winning? I love being a Yankee (laughs) fan. Duke basketball. Patriots fan. Your team is all losers. You know what? And that's what I say all the time. I'm a Commanders fan. I'm jealous of you, man. 
Super got, oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm not my team is. Hey, everything's different. We got a new owner. I want to be there one day where you are. Carrington Harrison, Spet MGM the night. It's time for a short commercial break. Don't go anywhere, though, because we'll be right back with even more BetMGM Tonight, presented by BetMGM, live from BetQL.